Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. We've been talking a lot about feeling overwhelmed lately in the last couple of weeks, being busy, feeling overwhelmed in your relationships, what to do when you feel overwhelmed. All of that has been kind of the theme of the last few weeks but I wanted to shift and talk a little bit more about living intentionally because obviously the point of this podcast and the point of me coaching my clients who are currently feeling overwhelmed is to get them out of that state and into a more intentional life, whatever that means for them. We will all have a different definition of living intentionally But to get you there, living that ideal life is the goal. So we want to address the overwhelm, of course, and deal with that and learn to feel better. But then we also want to address what does it look like to live your intentional life and how can you begin to do that now, even while you still feel a little overwhelmed, maybe life is still little chaotic and full and busy and all those things, but how can you begin to live intentionally now on the way? One of the things that we talk about on the consultation call is your ideal life. What does that look like? And that call gives you an opportunity to explore that, to talk about what would it be like if I lived in my ideal life? How would I feel? What would my routine be? How would I think about myself? How would I get dressed? What would I do? All of those questions, you probably aren't thinking like that, thinking about that, thinking in that way whenever you are feeling overwhelmed. But what I love to do on those calls is to give you an opportunity to think about that. And then of course, what we do in coaching is to get you not only thinking like that, but living that out, no longer feeling overwhelmed and living more intentionally. So today I want to give you some things to think about when it comes to living intentionally and how you can begin to implement that now on your way there. First, I want to acknowledge that your brain is primitive. (laughs) Your brain thinks about the now, the moment that you are in right now and what it wants right now. It takes effort and energy to use your prefrontal cortex to think about the future and the life that you want. Your primitive brain will keep you in this current life forever, (laughs) forever, because it is familiar. It is comfortable. Even if you don't like it, your brain's like, but this is efficient for me to operate in this way and to keep repeating this because I know how this works and I'll just keep doing that. And then you stay in the same life forever. But to live a more intentional life, it takes some effort and some work and some brain power and some energy that your brain will not want to do. And I just want to tell you that ahead of time. Your primitive brain is going to want to stay the same. But you are a human who has a prefrontal cortex. And what that means is you have a part of your brain that can think forward, that can even think about your thoughts, that can have awareness and observe what it is that you're thinking so that you can begin to create the future that you want. 
your primitive brain is going to keep you in the current moment. Your prefrontal cortex is going to take you to the future. In coaching, we focus on the future, taking you to the life that you desire, how to work through how you currently feel, process those feelings, and then use those thoughts and feelings intentionally that you would be thinking in the future, use those now to create the future. The thing that I think about a lot in living an intentional life is my future self. That could be my future self tomorrow or this week, or it could be in the next several years. I think about what can I do today to create a better life for my future self. And I do this in a lot of little ways. I do this in things like, well, I could go ahead and do those dishes now so that I won't have to do that later, so that I won't have more dishes to do later. Or I think, okay, I don't really want to go to the grocery store this weekend. I don't really want to meal prep and do all of that. But my future self this week, who will have gotten off work and then won't have time to cook a meal in between work and yoga and then definitely will not want to cook dinner at 8.30 p.m., that version of me, that person that exists in the future, is going to want to have things set up for things to be easier. So what can I do today to make that possible for her? That is something that I think about. And thinking about that gets me out of all the drama of the current present moment where my brain is saying, but I don't want to, but I don't want to get up, but everybody else is at the grocery store. It's going to be busy. I don't want to go. (laughs) I don't have time to meal plan right now. I don't want to think about that. All of those thoughts, they can be there. But as soon as I start thinking about my future self and how I can take care of her, my brain goes to, well, you know what? I could just go. I could go to the grocery store. I know what foods I could easily prep to be available during the week. Let's just do that. And then that's what I did. (laughs) And it's so much easier to follow through, to take action when you're thinking in that way where you've you've solved the problem and you're out of the drama. You just get out of the brain drama of I don't want to, I don't feel like it, all of that. And then you get into, but how will this solve a problem for myself down the road? Okay, I could take action. I can just go for it. It does make it easier to act from thinking about how you're going to take better care of yourself in the future than thinking about where you currently are and how you feel in the moment. Another thing that I do is I live from my values and I think about everything that I do aligning with that core set of values. If you're a client of mine, you get a workbook where there is a worksheet in there to help you figure out what your top five core values are. If you or just listening to the podcast and you want to figure this out for yourself, you can just Google core values list and a list will come up that will just name words that you can then scan that list, pick out the words that align the most with you. What I tell clients is go through the list, circle all the words that you immediately connect to. Don't overthink it. Just circle the words that you connect to and then go back through the list again and narrow it down to your top five. Once you have those top five core values, look at your current life 
and see if those things match up. Does your current life align with things that you value? And if not, what are the areas that you would like to work on, clean up, dial in, (laughs) and get better at so that you will align with those values? If you were living a life that aligned with your values, what would your life look like? What would your day look like? What would your home look like? What would your schedule look like? How would that match up? So that's something that I think is a a really good exercise if you've never done that. It's a great way to get back to the core of what matters to you and then assess your life from there. It also is a decision filter. I think that having a, a set of values helps you to decide what you will purchase, what you will eat, where you will shop. I mean, truly, it can help you go throughout your entire life being very mindful of decisions. An example of this is that I value simplicity. I value simplicity so much that I don't have a lot of things. I have an ember mug that is my coffee cup. I have the little charger for it and I charge it every single day and I use it every single day. I don't have a whole bunch of coffee cups. I am mindful about the clothes that I have. I keep a simple neutral wardrobe because things can mix and match. It's easy to be able to pair pants with shirts and keep it simple. And then the neutral palette keeps it to where it's just very easy to be, everything looks good in my opinion. Black, white, everything looks good (laughs) in those two colors. That is my opinion, but that is how I like to live because it also makes making the decision to get dressed that much easier. One, because I don't have a lot of options. (laughs) And two, because anything that I choose will go with any pants that I have. You know, if I choose the shirt, I can pick out any of the pants that I have and it will work. So that is something that I live by and it's very easy to live by that value because to me, I value simplicity. So when I'm out shopping, I think about, okay, I'm going to have to take care of this item. This item will have a life cycle. How is, is this going to add to my life and make things easier? Is this going to complicate my life? What's the future of this item? I think through all of that. And if it doesn't align with being simple, then I don't get it. It, it truly is that easy for me to decide. I think, is this going to add to what I already have and be easy to you know, mix and match with everything else? And what's the life cycle of this? Is it going to be simple for me to own this item? For me, I think a lot about the future of items and products and where they end up just because I studied some of that with my textile design and fashion design background, studied sustainable fashion and what that industry looks like and how the fashion industry is mostly not sustainable. So I have that background and that's very important to me. When I'm shopping, I'm thinking, okay, if I buy this, how is it going to end up in the future? Is it going to be simple for me to go through the process of cleaning out my closet and donating this item? And like, I think about all that, partly because I've donated and given away and gotten 
really minimal in my life. And I know what that process is like. And it drives me nuts to have to go through that. I hate it. I hate having to then think about, okay, well then I have to donate this and where do I want to donate or do I want to sell it? Do I want to go through the process of selling it online? That is my nightmare. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. No. So when I'm shopping, I think all the way to the future where that's going to be my reality. And in that case, it's pretty easy for me to put things back on a shelf (laughs) thinking, nope, I don't want to do that. So I don't want to have this item. (laughs) So that for me is helpful because I have a value of simplicity. Your values will be different than mine. Some of them might be the same. I don't know. Maybe we have a lot in common, but (laughs) you will want to filter your life through that value system and make decisions from there. That is how I live very intentionally. What else? So what are some other ways, as I was thinking about this episode that I want to share with you, future self, living from your values. I also think about, and I kind of talked about this just now with values, but the consequence of my decisions. An example of this is one thing I've been working a lot on is my relationship with food. I spent years working on that and I feel really good about it now. I don't have to think about it much. It's, I just live this certain way. I eat these things. I don't eat those things, that kind of thing. And I've done a lot of things to do this. I did rounds of Whole30. I worked on urges. I gave up alcohol for a year. I've done a lot of different things. And now I am at a place where I know myself very well when it comes to food. I know my relationship with sugar. I know my relationship with alcohol. And I know that if I have those two things, if I have something sugary to snack on in my house, or if I have, say, a bottle of wine, I will consume it. I know that. I don't argue with that. I don't try to fight it. I don't try to change it. That is the truth. (laughs) That is how I am. Could I manage my urges? Yes. Do I know that that will take more brain energy? Yes, and I don't want to do that. For me, it's easier to not have the item in my home than it is to manage my mind around it because I know that I will consume those things and I know there will be consequences. I know that if I drink the wine, I will probably feel dehydrated. I will probably wake up not feeling my best. I will probably have a headache. Like those things are likely. And I think about the consequence, thinking about the consequence has me make the decision much easier. I think about when I'm shopping in Trader Joe's and I see the jar of cookie butter and I want to buy it. (laughs) I want to have it because cookie butter from Trader Joe's is so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. But I know that if I have it in the house, I will consume the entire jar in a week. (laughs) No question. Probably less than a week, honestly. And then there will be the consequence of having something sugary on a daily basis for a period of time. And for me, those consequences include my skin will break out. I will have inflammation. My face will be puffy. These things will happen. And I don't like that. And I don't want that consequence. So I filter through. All of that future stuff, when I make the decision, 
I walk by the cookie butter, I look at it, I think, hmm, that would be good. Mm, I don't want the consequence. I keep walking. <laughs> that is how I live intentionally when it comes to food, those certain foods for me. I think about all the way into the future when I am experiencing the consequence, when I'm looking in the mirror and I'm noticing my face is puffy and I don't like that. <laughs> I know when I gain weight, I know how I gain weight. Gain weight in my face, I don't like that. I gain weight in other areas, but I really don't like that I gain weight in my face. And so that for me helps me to know, mm, nope, not worth it. That is my way of living intentionally when it comes to that sort of thing. You will have your own filter. You will have your own way of approaching this and asking yourself the question about who you will be in the future. I would just say to think through the full process. Think all the way through. This helps to, oh gosh, this helps in a lot of areas. I could go into all the different areas that this helps with. I think a lot about urges and how if we think about that urge in the moment, the primitive brain wants something so bad. <laughs> but if we stop in that moment, instead of following through the urge and giving into the primitive brain, and we think, what is the future of this going to be? That helps to not follow through with the urge and instead just allow it to be there and to move on. We talk a lot about that in coaching. Um, I work with clients on lots of different goals, but um, I've recently worked with some clients on weight loss goals and we talk about this idea of managing urges because when you can dial that in, you can learn to manage your urges and allow them and not not resist them or follow through them, you can do anything. I am telling you, that is some life-changing stuff. If you can learn to manage urges, manage your emotions around urges and all of that, oh man, you, game changer, game changer. It will change your life. <laughs> I know because I've experienced it. I'm currently working on managing urges around social media. That is a work in progress. I am not there yet, <laughs> but I am working on it. I'm working on my relationship with social media right now because it, I mean, obviously it's designed to give us hits of dopamine. So I am learning to manage the urges around that and change my relationship there. I will report back. So those are some ways that I think about using my prefrontal cortex instead of my primitive brain, living from my values, thinking about my future self, here are some questions to ask yourself. One, what is my intentional life? What does that even mean to me? We will all have a different definition. Yours does not have to look like mine. What does that mean to me? If I were to sit down and answer this question, write it out in a journal or voice record or just talk it out, what would I say? What is my intentional life? That's the first question. Second question is, where am I now in relation to that intentional life? How far off or how close are we? Maybe you're closer than you think. You just need to tweak a few things. Maybe you're pretty far off. <laughs> That's okay too. There's no shame in that. You want to look at your current life and assess it against your future ideal intentional life. And then on a scale of one to 10, where are you? 
where are you now versus if the intentional life was a 10, where are you on the scale? And then what would make it a 10? Let's say you're a five. If you're like, you're about halfway there. What would make it a 10? What do you think needs to tweak to be more intentional? I will say that the thing that you're probably going to say is the circumstances. You're probably going to mention a lot of things that might be true. And what are the, what's the feeling difference? What's the feeling you're experiencing currently? And what's the feeling you think you would experience in your intentional life? And then let's, let's see the difference there. I think that would be really interesting for you to explore because while circumstantially you might want things to be different, you really want the feeling to be different. And the good news is that is what we work on in coaching. We get you to the feeling and then we use that feeling to get you to the life that you want. So now from that feeling, that new feeling that you want to feel on a daily basis in your intentional life, what do you think that would create that feeling? What do you think you would be thinking that would create that feeling? And how does that version of you think about yourself, think about your life, think about these particular areas of life that you want to change? How does that version of you think about those things? So let's say right now you want to live more intentionally at home. Well, what do you currently think about your home and yourself at home versus you in the future, you living intentionally at home? What do you think that person thinks? Let's just say you have that thought now. If you had that thought now, what would you do differently than what you do now? So the example might be you think that in the future you would have a tidier home. You would you would clean up things more in the moment or you would put the laundry away as soon as you finish up with it, that kind of thing. Okay, well, what would, let's say you were there. Let's say you were thinking, I take care of things in the moment or when the laundry's done, I put it away. When the sound goes off in the dryer... <laughs> And the current version of you thinks, mm, I don't want to get to that right now. I'll get to it later. That's the moment that you stop and say, wait, wait, wait. But if I was living my intentional life, what would that person do? Would she leave it? Would she think, I don't feel like it? Or would she think, I can take care of that right now. I can put that away. It would take me just a few minutes. It won't take long. Folding laundry is a quick and easy task. I can get someone to help won't be that big of a deal. I could put it away right now. That's the difference. And that's where you use the future version of yourself to inform the current version of yourself to create your intentional life. This is what we do in coaching. I could give you 1 million more examples of, <laughs> of how I live intentionally, of how I utilize this work. I have spent years working on this it is one of the things I am most proud of. I am truly proud to live an intentional life. It is one of the things that when my friends compliment me on this, I absolutely love it when they say, I think it's so cool how you, you know, you have your evening tea ritual and your morning coffee and you drink it in your ember mug. I just think that's great that you do that and that you carry around that mug on our girls trips. And <laughs> I say, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> 
that is me and that is how I live and thank you. I love that. I love when people compliment it because I have crafted this little little life that is very detail-oriented to my values and my intentional life and it's really cool to be able to live that out and to have people notice because I did that on purpose and I took the time to craft that and now I live it and now I am in the life that I once wanted. Now of course I'm still tweaking it, still working on it, still being even more intentional. That will be an ongoing process forever but I love that I'm in process of it, that I have created such an intentional life and that I can keep tweaking it. That is possible for you. I know right now you probably feel overwhelmed out of control and you're thinking I just can't imagine that my life could be simple easeful intentional and I am here to guarantee you that you can that it can be your life I know because I went from where you are to where I am I know that it is possible I live it out (laughs) the process is what I take you through in coaching I take you from where you are to where you want to be and we create your intentional life if you want that you want to bring it to life let's work together we work together one-on-one for six months i work with my clients every single week one hour we chat every single week and work on getting you to your intentional life to no longer living in a state of overwhelm it is possible i would love to guide you in the process so if you want to learn more if you want to see what would it be like if I lived intentionally? Let me just talk about it. If you just want to talk about it, that's what we do on a consultation call. We talk about it. And then I offer you coaching. And I say, hey, this is how we'll do that. I will tell you exactly the things that we will work on to get you there because I will be able to see what's keeping you in the current state of overwhelm and how to get you to a place of more mindful living. I can see that and I can show you the way. And you can decide if coaching is right for you. So if you want that, you can go to kristenalana.com and book your consultation call. If you want more guides and help along the way, you can go to the show notes below. There are links to how to craft your to-do list to get more done, how to overcome overwhelm. You can find me on Instagram. I share more tips over there. I'm at underscore kristenalana. And you can probably hear my dog tapping her little paws in the background as she comes into the room. (laughs) Anyway, that is all for this week. Hope those tips were helpful for you to live a more intentional life. And if you're ready to live yours, let's get started. So fun to do this work and to actually bring it to life. And then to get to tell you in six months, remember when you told me on the consultation call that this is how you were feeling or this is what you wanted and you see how you're living that now? Isn't that fun? I love to do that. I absolutely love it. And I will remember. I will remember the things that you told me. (laughs) I take notes, but I also remember where you are. And then I will be able to say, look at how far you've come. I love to get to do that. I'd love to do that with you. So book your consultation call, find me on Instagram, download the guide, do all the things and live your intentional life by starting right now, just thinking about it and entertaining what that could be like. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one.